You are listening to WPOE, the worst place on earth. That's the sound of the bees. That's the sound of the police. That's the sound of the bees. From Local 10 News, Florida woman drops pants, licks man, dances naked in Waffle House parking lot. I got the stripper pole installed the day after he left. I mean, it isn't permanent. It sits in between the ceiling and the floor, just perfect. I'm pretty sure it's secure. It hasn't fallen down yet. I've been slowly learning some routines, keeping myself busy. He left his giant mirror in the living room right across from it, so it helps me see my routines as I'm building them. I say routines, but at first it was just me running at the pole, giving myself a good running start and gliding all the way to the floor. (laughs) Falling, really. It was fun. I felt alive. The cold pole between my thighs. It hurt, but it felt good to use my body again, and in a way I've never used it before. I was in the air, holding my own weight up, Nobody else. And I had all this time, all of a sudden, to explore myself. I hadn't thought much of myself for a while. I felt like I could breathe, like I was expanding somehow. I relapsed at some point. I don't really remember. That was the problem. I never really had the patience to see things through. It was my weakness, really. I could have done some big things. Could have went back to school. Could have reached out to those people. Could have given me a better job. Could have called my mom before she got real sick. But sometimes making a project out of myself was too much to bear. Bettering myself felt exhausting, almost impossible. I wasn't getting better as quickly as I wanted. Things weren't getting easier. I was slowly pulling myself out of the hole, but it was pulling me right back. I would drink once in a while, but then I would smoke. Then I would smoke other things. Just a little, I'd say. Then I can recover. Just a day off. I deserve a vacation, just a little bit. Things have been hard. I've been coping. But I needed a little help. I was depressed. I didn't know how to say it. I didn't have words for these things because my family never talked about it. Depression is not something you want to admit goes on in your family. And therapy was such a bad word. Seeking help from another human, not from some being that's better than you and knows it and can help you get through things so graciously if you could just admit you were wrong. You're powerless. That is how I felt. Powerless. The pole was helping, but I wasn't getting good at it as fast as I wanted to. My body hurt. I didn't feel sexy. I was falling all the time. My core wasn't strengthening. I had bruises between my thighs. I'd look in the mirror and see that flabby belly out. Those legs flopping around. I was always fatter in the videos of myself. Fatter than I saw in the mirror. Fatter than I remember being. Of course he left, I thought. Who else would stay? Who would want you anyhow? I had been cooking, but the cooking stopped. I was tired. Been cleaning, but that stopped too. All the things my mom said about keeping a good home. I gave those things up. Was this even a home? A home for who? I was really high. I went to Waffle House in the middle of the night. It was the only place that was open, and I was starving. You know when you get an idea in your head and you just have to see it through? 
and one of the few things I could actually manage was my hunger. Something in my control. Something sweet. I just wanted some of those thin waffles slathered in syrup and butter with a plate of greasy bacon and eggs. Maybe a tall glass of OJ. Some coffee with a shit ton of milk and sugar. It'd make me feel better. It'd make things better. I decided to smoke a little bit more and head over, just to take the edge off. Hadn't really been in public for a while. Just toing around in my empty house. Usually on the pole or the floor. Chair near the window. On my old phone. Scrolling and scrolling. Waiting for it to ring. Waiting for Pete to say he forgot something else. Not that I wanted him to take more memories of him away. I just thought, maybe he'll come by and we can talk. Just about anything. Maybe we can figure out how the spark got lost. Maybe we can have sex just one more time and never talk again. I don't know. (laughs) Whatever needs to happen to close the door, because I I couldn't close it. All my doors and windows were open, and I was losing track of time. I built this life around him, and now I had to build it around myself. And who even was I? Who was I going to become? I remember the world seemed like a video game when I finally got outside. My eyes hurt. I put my big sunglasses on. My eyes were adjusting to natural light. My skin felt like it was burning. I raced inside the restaurant into a waft of grill smell and smoke. Took a hard yellow booth without even talking to the girl, and she was sore about it. Things were kind of sped up. I pointed to the picture on the paper placemat menu, and the waiter left. I stared at the cartoon map of the U.S. until he returned picture of the bison walking across the plains. I could hear their grunts. The lone albatross flying over the waves of the Pacific Northwest. I could feel the sea breeze. The alligator with the sunglasses on. I could imagine him cracking a smile. I devoured the meal. I think I paid. Might have left my wallet, but I threw a bunch of cash down that was in my pockets. Waiter was nice. I don't remember much, but he was the one person looking at me with kindness. Everybody else seemed angry or suspicious. Maybe they thought I looked weird. I don't even remember if I did my hair or put on proper clothes. I was kind of freaked out by all of it, but I needed a proper meal. I hadn't made one for myself in days, and my brain kept replaying the Waffle House commercials in my head. I could see the clean plate with the warm syrup being poured over the heap of waffles and the melting butter. I was playing the commercial in my brain while I was eating it. And then I saw him. In a tunnel, really. The waiter. I latched onto him because he was so kind and looked at me as if he understood somehow. I was in the parking lot on the curb, you know, just thinking, and he came out. Took off his apron like he was going to go, like he wanted to go home and relax. I don't remember why I did it, but all of a sudden I had no pants on and I was standing behind his car. I think I was trying to get him to stay. I figured he wouldn't leave if I just stood there. I had his attention, so I started dancing. You know, it's kind of shimmy-shake, silly thing. (laughs) He laughed. He was so freaked out, but he laughed. So I kept dancing. Got kind of sexy. Then I was getting closer to him, and his face kind of changed. I mean, he knew I wasn't a threat. I didn't have a weapon. I mean, where would it be? In my tank top? But he looked at me, kind of intrigued, but nervous, like this boy I used to sit next to in math class, Jack. He and I used to always have the answers in class, but the teacher only called on him because she said guys were good at math and girls were better at things like reading the classics. She believed this. She gave him better grades. 
I stopped being interested in math. But Jack told me, he said when he did his homework, he always listened to music, and I thought this was preposterous because I needed silence to concentrate, so I thought maybe the teacher was right. He was half Mexican, had this huge smile. His head was always in his textbook. His hair was always perfectly jailed. I knew we would never be together, but I always liked Jack. He made me wonder how my life would be different if I was born a boy. So I went up to the waiter and I licked his face. He tasted good, like butter and cigarettes and coffee and bacon and cash. I licked the other side of his face. (laughs) I know the cops came and said I assaulted him, but he let me. He let me lick him twice. I don't know if he froze or what, but if somebody licked me once and I didn't like it, I would have moved back. That's all I'm saying. The cops tackled me when they arrived. They didn't have to do that. Got a huge scrape on my thigh. Jack offered them a blanket from his car. I I mean, the waiter. He gave them the blanket and they wrapped me in it. And as I went in the patrol car, I sat there wrapped in the warmth, waving goodbye. It wasn't the best way to re-enter the world, but at least now I can get some help. Been working on it, being patient. Let myself heal, as they say. Pete saw me on the news and called. I told him I was embarrassed, but I'm okay now. That we probably shouldn't see each other. That I accepted he was over me, and I was ready to move on. (laughs) Tried not to notice how relieved he sounded. Got the ankle bracelet on for now. Sometimes I forget it's even there. Keeping up with my parole officer like I should. Pole is getting easier to manage. I pick a playlist that inspires me. My house is slowly getting cleaned. Painted the burn marks off the ceiling in my kitchen. Started cooking in there again, now that it isn't too depressing to look at. I go to bed pretty early now. Got an extra blanket on my bed when it gets too cold to manage. The weather should be warming up next week. Well, that's something I can be grateful for. Oh man, you and I were talking about Waffle House, which is featured in this story last night. Yeah. I, Waffle House, so I'm from the Northeast originally, so like Waffle House wasn't even a thing for me at all until I drove across the country. And I thought it was a southern thing but they have them out west too yeah i forget where it started it's crazy you guys have cracker barrel but you don't have waffle house well because crack well cracker barrel is like the ku klux klan waffle house right yeah they go anywhere (laughs) wherever there's uh white supremacy they they follow there's cracker barrel right (laughs) it's like shooting crackers in a barrel (laughs) yeah what is the etymology of that i don't know Uh, it's probably racist i but i okay i love waffle house though i love it i love that it's like this weird time warp thing too like it's a place where they still don't have computers running things the computer overlords (laughs) haven't taken over waffle house yet you know I just love yeah, it. Yeah, they have the old uh, cashier. They have the register. They've got yeah, the short, like, the short order cook uh, 
like fryer or the yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> the it's grill. excellent. It's excellent. It smells good, and they also have a jukebox. Yes. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. They have uh, the placemats with the uh, American like the map of the United States too, with like the cartoons and stuff. Love that. Like, who owns Waffle House? That person. It's like the, they they must be the opposite of Jeff Bezos. It's like Mitt Romney or something. It's like some soft Republican. You no, know? So, no. See, I think you're wrong. I think Waffle House is owned by like, like Wynton Marsalis or something. <laughs> um, I wait. Wasn't he a choreographer? Or am He's a I trumpet no, player? He, oh, right. <laughs> he was a choreographer of trumpet sounds. See, there. I knew there was a Trump connection here somewhere. <laughs> Yeah. Trump definitely does not own Waffle House. I'll tell you that. No, he's not a shrewd businessman. He might have investment points in in Cracker Barrel, but... No, even they're too successful for him. He, like, he invested in some chain that fell apart, like uh, Flapjack Flophouse. Yeah, big, 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 beefy Bob's Steakhouse Emporium. (laughs) The Slumlord Shack. You know, that's, that's, that's just, that's the slumlord shack is just, just, is just what, what, what Jared calls his accountant. His inheritance. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, oh, I think man. maybe the founder of Waffle House is also the person that invented Scrabble because of the sign. Oh yeah. That would be excellent too. I mean, I want all of this to be true. I want yeah. to spell Waffle House in Scrabble. And but it's a good Scrabble word. word. Yeah. But put a Z in there, so I get extra points. <laughs> Waffles House. House. <laughs> Waffle House. Waffles House. Z's. Or if someone plays Waffle, then you can just tack the Z on the end for the big cleanup. Yeah, and just be like, boom. <laughs> that was my friend's rap name in middle school. He was Waffles. That was also his like MySpace account name. Shout out to him. He was in um, some Trick Daddy music video as the white trash kid. They just filmed him at his like trailer park with his blue hair when he was like 12 years old. And wow. this is a very long story, but <laughs> yeah. It's a very Florida story, though, Jess. Oh, man. He is a Florida boy for sure. <laughs> Shout out to him. Speaking of, so I, this episode is really, I think, one of the most Florida stories that we've come out with. Dude, yet. strip clubs? Okay, first, stripper pole in the house. <laughs> then. Waffle House, then meth or whatever it is she's high on, and then uh, she basically gets into trouble because she decides to do a strip show for for her waiter from Waffle House <laughs> in the drive or the parking lot. In the parking lot, because she associates him like distantly with some crush she had as a girl. I, it's so. <laughs> it's just because he's like. He's like the only person that treated her with any kind of kindness at all. <laughs> so she's like, like yeah. she, she's like, this boy deserves a strip show. <laughs> <laughs> I love her defense that she's like, he let me lick him twice. Yeah. So he was into it. <laughs> two, two licks equals consent. <laughs> that's just American law and order. That's just, that's just, a, that's just capitalism. <laughs> Two licks. Buy one, get one. Yeah. yeah, if you don't if 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 you don't slap away the first lick, the second lick is free. 
It's a little bit longer too. It's like when you get that second drink at the bar, they're like, oh, they're staying. They put a little extra in there for you. I swear mm. people do that down here. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, okay, let's let's reward you for your loyalty, drunks. Okay, speaking of drunks, do you guys know that? So you know, during the 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 pandemic, that I guess Floridians thought was fake, but they'll take the they'll take the perks and they'll cash those stimulus checks. Um, that at least in Miami, uh, to go cocktails were legalized, right? To keep businesses alive. Oh yeah. Um, that is about to become a permanent law. It. Sh- I thought it already was, man. No, it's like, like the other night. I left on the rocks, and we just took our cups with us. And the bartender's like, "See you next time." <laughs> well, I know, but like that's just that's sort of like that. That was sort of like the. It was still illegal, but nobody cared, which is, I guess, yeah. what like all most laws in Florida that's true of. Under the um, table, on the rocks, kind right. of agreement. Yeah, but apparently, it's about to become a, a like a law, like a permanent law that that restaurants and bars can sell alcohol, alcoholic single use cocktails to go. Good. About time, right. man. Mm-hmm. We're ready for it. The people are ready for it. Does that mean right concealed carry? Two? <laughs> no, Wait, you stand that... your ground. You stand your ground with that cocktail. <laughs> but also, does that include what's next? What's next? Drive-through cocktail lounges. Okay. Well, we heard about that one art project that got a huge grant that was basically a drive-through strip show. Mm-hmm. But it's COVID. COVID innovation. Mm-hmm. You know. So mm-hmm. I think it's going to be like a car wash burlesque experience. It's a new world. And 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 then you get a you get a free you get a free mojito in a in a plastic cup to go with a lid on it. Listen, strip club drinks are expensive, so just a segue into that. They probably don't let you take that out. You got to stay in. Yeah, that's true because like, although at that price, at that price, I should be able to roll my cocktail wherever I damn well please. <laughs> that's true. They charge that you so much. Terrible. Like really depressing drive-through stripper. Yeah, that's happening, dude. Big Grant, big old Grant. But I think it's for there's like a deeper message underneath. It's like performance art. I think so. That's okay. how they get away with it. How do you do lap dances? Do they just like climb into your car and sit on your lap while you're <laughs> behind the wheel? I hope they're just singing Yankee Doodle Dandy, and it's like some commentary on the past four years. I don't know. I mean, let's just tie it all up real quick. We gotta, seriously. we gotta grant to like twerk in our g strings mm-hmm. and wash your car. Have a nice day. <laughs> let's talk about Florida and strip clubs because, oh, dude, when I was in New York, there are strip clubs in in New York, but they're for the most part they're kind of lame. And yeah, and, they're like underground mirrored rooms with like a neon light or like a black light, and they're not that yeah. many of them, and like. They're culturally like just like sort of for Wall Street guys to go like, you know, be grosser than they already are. Um, yeah, or like the scary like mob gangster ones that are just dirty. Well, then there's those ones, right? <laughs> yeah. But then when I moved to L.A., I was like, oh, my God, there are. And I lived in West Hollywood and there, were, there was like a strip club literally every two blocks. Oh, because there's a high actor population, and ninety percent of the time they're out of work. Well, and it's kind <laughs> of tongue in is? cheek. Oh, a hundred percent, dude. <laughs> also, they have like concerts and stuff. Like there isn't as much I of just, a stigma. 
It's a career out there. I know, but it's like there were so many and and so many different like so so many different vibes and like there there's like funny tongue and cheek ones, then there's like gnarly gross ones and then there's ones with a sushi bar. <laughs> Variety. Like it's a it's a lot. And then so Florida is a little bit like that. It's like the New York style and the LA style combined into a a a like super strain of strip club. It's like a weird circus act where you may die or get a thousand dollar blowjob. Not right. sure, you know. It's definitely a stronger strain here in Florida. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's no ordinance that can that can kill it off. That can stop it. Yeah. <laughs> and there's no way to uh, inoculate. No yeah. Oh, man. Okay, so I want to start with King of Diamonds, which is where Lil Wayne went when he got out of prison, out of his, like, short prison stint. They have, like, women... It's, like, a, it's closed now, sadly. But it was, like, at the cusp, like, between Miami and Fort Lauderdale. It was, like, North Miami proper. And you're in this warehouse, and the women would climb all the way up to the rafters, like, do a split, twerk on the ceiling, and then fall down, like, on this two-story pole to the ground. It's insane. And the floor that's what, work. See, that's what I'm talking about. And it's not, it's yeah. unironic. It's completely earnest. It's basically what music videos are based on is the fantasy that's created in that club. And there's so much money. Oh my God. I think it's called it's... mat work. Mat work. Are you working the machine or the mat today, Candy? <laughs> yeah. Are you in the sky or on the floor, butterfly? Right. Choose. <laughs> are, you doing your flo- are you doing your floor warm ups or are you going straight to the ceiling? Straight, straight to the sky. Yeah. <laughs> I've been to too many um, strip clubs in Florida that to even count. But the one experience that stands out was a bachelor party at Tootsie's. Oh, dude. And they took the bachelor, the groom, up on stage. And like you were talking about the, you know, the two-story drop, they had like 10 women bombing his crotch he was tied up in a chair and they were bombing him from the top of the pole down and slamming down onto his lap and like all 10 of them did it and then to cool him off because apparently that was you know like the worst because he wasn't wasn't bruised enough yeah they unbuckled his belt opened his pants and put a bucket of ice into his pants okay that was pretty much the climax of the, the hazing. <laughs> the production quality, the the theatrics. It's also like a, a Brazilian Caribbean thing. The whole slamming on the crotch thing is like mm. um, it's a dance move. It's involved in daggering and something else. I don't know why I know about this, but it's meant to like shock and surprise you and titillate you, but in a way where you aren't completely spent. It's so weird. There's all these like tactics and stuff. It's so crazy. Whoa. Wait, yeah. what's daggering? Besides stabbing someone with a dagger, it's like it's like dance hall bootying, where the people are like practically connected the whole time and slamming into each other, and also like they're also like shaking, like convulsing. You'd have to see a video of it. Like Major Lazer had a music video that made it really popular, but yeah. Oh, which one? Major Lazer. <laughs> That's the exact one. Pond de Floor, yeah, is the one. And everyone is just like... Major Lazer. <laughs> the whole time. You can't see if we're all partying to the song right now, or Caleb's oh version God. of it. <laughs> Major Lazer. 
We we went to Gold Rush. That place is so yeah. weird. Th- that place feels a little bit like like a like an upscale like an upscale you know strip you know like that that feels a little bit like I went to the Penthouse Club in New York once, and and you shouldn't even be allowed to call that place a strip club. It was really sad. I remember you were kind of depressed. <laughs> It was like it was like being it was like well okay so the penthouse club in New York is sort of like being at like uh, a Chili's. <laughs> like a, but what's like on the Chili's. menu is sad underage girls. <laughs> yeah, and well, I mean, you know, it just feel it just it's like very like like with a side like of a, like daddy like, issues and student loans, like like or a not. weird corporate version of what of what people imagine other people think upscale means, you know? But it's not quite 11. Like, a, like, like fake, it's not at that status. Grecian column. <laughs> I've never been to 11, so I don't even know. 11 is crazy. Maybe I'll go to one of their open calls, you know, to be a server, <laughs> bartender. I'm just kidding. Because <laughs> they're hiring this week, which is a hilarious. Ser- they have servers? Yeah, but you know what that means. They're like walking around with a bottle of 151 that's on fire or like spade or something or, you know. And a thong. Right, and they're like, ha, don't touch me, but tip me nice, you know? It's so sad. No, Eleven's like one big party, and you're just surrounded by people. Do you have to, like, light a sparkler? Do you have to, like, clench a sparkler in your butt cheeks? <laughs> yeah, that's. it's hard to get in. Like, I had a hard time getting in. And I was like, okay, like, I consider myself an attractive woman who's been, like, clubbing for a long time. I grew up here. I know how to dress up. I know how to have a good time. But they could, like, smell it. They're like, mm you're over 21. No, thanks. You know, like, mm, like I had to wait a little bit and I still had to pay, which is unheard of. That's unheard of. I had to pay. That's how much like they're always packed. They always have some weird headliner performing and the dancing is like intense and nonstop. I don't know the, how they have this many women like going at the same time. It's crazy. <laughs> they're also 24 seven and they have food on the roof and down. I'm like I'm doing an ad for this right now. Twenty four seven. Yeah, dude. Their their sign is like eleven twenty four seven. They're just open. <laughs> what did? <laughs> wow. Um. What did eleven do during the pandemic? Did they just close or did they just stay open and they were like fuck off? <laughs> I'm like on their weird like text message notification thing. <laughs> For some oh, reason. Are are you Jess? I think I went there once uh-huh. for an Art Basel party and then they got my email. I was on some lists. So I get all these like New Year's promotion, three thousand dollar table, uh Nicki Minaj is gonna be there, whatever. I think they were closed for a while and reopened. I don't know, I don't remember, but cause how do you operate like that? Can I we mean, do a, a remote show from there? This sounds fascinating. We could do yeah. it at like two PM. <laughs> no, we should out on the terrace. While yeah. ladies just like, wait, there's a terrace. I want to see what's yeah. going on there on like at like Wednesday afternoon. <laughs> no, let's do it. It's better than the buffet at Tootsie's, which I've heard friends wait, talk about. The surf and turf. I inside. They mu- the t- they don't call it a terrace. They call it the boom boom balcony, right? <laughs> no, they try to make it seem like it's this like like it's fancy, alluring, yeah, fancy attraction. And I remember in the right. beginning, they were selling it to couples, and they were calling it a burlesque place where you could get drinks mm. and dinner. It's a strip club, like it is mm. not <laughs> that. Do the dancers get naked? Oh, I don't remember. 
I think it's really only remember. no, I no, because like I'm confused the memory of strip clubs in my head because it's been so long during this. I'm pretty sure it was partial nudity. There's a thing here where you can't. I don't know if that law still exists where you can't have full nudity and alcohol, and they have right. alcohol, so I don't think they have full nudity. That's the same law as in California, but it's di- it's different. You can you can get around that or something. I think if you serve food. You can also get around it if you just pull the clothes to the side. Right, exactly. <laughs> if you're eating, if you're having dinner one way or another. Oh, God. You know, you're, you're at the sushi bar and someone just pulls their clothes to the side. <laughs> Sounds sushi. like fun. Sushi works in many ways in this conversation like right now. Oh, my God. No, what, oh, right. You remember um, during the pandemic, there, of course, it became national news because Florida is always a shit show and they love to exploit how uniquely insane we are but they we had strip clubs open till like the very last second and the law was like there's a window when you can give lap dances and you can't face the person and you have to have a face shield or a mask on but it's all but it's all but no face (laughs) great that is just like it's like um it's like blade runner strip club (laughs) yeah they're all androids that just never stop like i know there's a pandemic but i'm gonna do my thing do my I'm thing behind my face shield. Yeah, I wonder if oh. <laughs> fate, that is weird. It's so crazy. Well, do, this woman was clearly into that, so yeah. Did they have to wear crotch shields too? Apparently, that's fine. Well, because at the point at that point, we didn't know people if were you could speculating catch COVID from a lap dance or not. <laughs> they didn't care either. Well, there were hours too. I remember there were lap dance curfews. Like there were, like. <laughs> Like, the city of Miami-Dade and Miami Beach had, like, statements specifically geared towards strip clubs, because we have so many. It was like, uh, dancing can last for a certain time, but lap dancing can only happen until, like, a, a certain hour, and, like, there were positions were dictated. <laughs> I mean, what they, sh- they should have gotten creative and just, like, instead of having people sit, for a lap dance, they just like hook them onto like a, <laughs> a onto like a harness, so they're standing, and then it's not a lap dance. So you know it can happen anytime. It's a hammock. I'm dance. just I'm just spitballing here. I'm spitballing here. What about uh, club space? Is that a strip club? So space is a club. I actually know people who work there, and right now they have like space park. So they've gone outside. Because I don't know if you've ever been to space. It's the kind of place where you go in at night and you cut. There's no windows or anything. You come out and it's like full daylight because they're open till like five in the morning or something. Like it just doesn't stop. Um, and they have DJs from all over the world. So yeah, clubs don't have to close, right? There's no, cur- there's no like closing time. Closing time <laughs> for clubs in. Florida, right? No, I mean, we had like the touch and go curfews because, you know, we didn't know what to do, but all that's gone. I don't know. I think they weren't operating for a while because there was no way to ventilate that place and the capacity is huge. Like, I mean, I guess they could have like limited who goes in there, but that, (laughs) please. Maybe the fog machines would like, you know. (laughs) They run out of fog. When the fog machine goes dry, the strip club is closed. They should just fill it with those, like... With the sanitizer. The sanitizer. and Just spray everybody with it every 20 minutes. (laughs) My God. There was a woman who was doing my hair the other day, and she was telling me, like, we were, like, we were good. She was doing a great job. And she's like, 
you know, if they keep making up these fake viruses, we're just never going to get back to our lives. <laughs> and I couldn't couldn't say anything else after that. You should have said like, vi- virus makers got to eat too. <laughs> I just shifted it to, you know, if we control our own behavior, if people are getting vaccinated. I tried to be as general as positive or as possible because she was cutting my hair while spewing yeah. these conspiracy theory things. Like, I don't want her to mess up, you know. Come you on, listen. Wanna, yeah. listen. You don't want her to take it out on your bangs. Yeah, give me some <laughs> weird bowl cut, you know, chunky right, bangs. Like, it seems like she did okay. Yeah. yeah. No, I like it. She did a really good job. But uh, I should have known when I came up, she was like had this weird vibe. Like I couldn't tell if she had been in a cult for a long time or like if she was, um, she just like had her collar all the way up to here and her hair was like bunned back Mm. tight. I was like, I don't know. It's like an old country style. I didn't know how contemporary Uh, my hair was going to look, but. Aren't all hair salons kind of a cult? Kind of. But they're usually like a fun, like queer cult. Not like, you know, churning butter, uh, we're all going to commit mass suicide maybe later. Kinda. Hey, there are, there are plenty of queer butter churners, Jess. <laughs> I don't That's know what they're... That's not just a straight thing. <laughs> you say butter, and I just think about Marlon Brando and... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. You do? <laughs> you do? No, and that story that we don't need to... Oh, man. Um, I'm going to segue... Oh please! Uh, just because I wanted to get in the the, uh, the, the I wanted to talk about the music for this ep- ep- episode because it was all, also a, a, a you know a a Florida element to yeah a Florida a, it has very much to do with strip club culture. He's a he's a DJ at eleven, right? DJ Wasabi advertises himself as resident DJ of eleven, and I'm like. We gotta get this guy's stuff on because that is everything. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it is. Is DJ Wasabi everything. the name, the style, the influences? Mm-hmm. Well, because when you go out down here, it's like a mix of like salsa, hip hop, bachata, like popular music thrown in there. Horchata? Throwbacks. Did you just say horchata? Oh my, Caleb. It's a mixture of rice pudding and. <laughs> Tapioca pudding. And... <laughs> Definitely not what I said, but close. <laughs> yeah, and he I feel like he employs all of that. I'm so glad you found it. Because his influences are like all over the place and it's definitely strip club music. <laughs> I think I did a sur- I think I did a Google search that literally was just um strip club DJ Florida. Right. Right. No, because we thought that perhaps there's like a genre out there of music that they play when they're done. Like it's just strip club theme composed music or, you know, that happens when they're out. But no, it's probably not. What I was hoping for was like, I was hoping that like one of the big strip clubs down here um, like sold a compilation like CD, Mm. you know, like uh, the sounds of Pink Pussycat. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> Whatever. Wait, like, like those compilation, um, like the ones from um, uh, Bed Bath and Beyond, like Buddha Bar in the nineties, <laughs> yeah. but it's like booty bass bar. Mix. Yes, yeah, yes. And I mean, I couldn't find any. That doesn't mean it doesn't exist, but it should exist. Oh, a hundred percent. 
you should be able to buy you should be able to enjoy the ambiance of w- w- your favorite strip club in the comfort of your own home there was um a short film down here that is, uh, Giancarlo Lofredo, is that his name? I didn't mean to butcher it, but it was called... I don't know, you're, you're speaking French, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think he's like Italian and Cuban. I forget where the name comes from. But yeah, he, that's French. Um, it, French, that's, that's what that uh, turns out to be in the end. When you combine, with our powers combined, we make a French person. Um, the film was called Stripper Wars, and they shot it at KOD, as it's called, King of Diamonds. And it was uh, featuring this stripper there who's really popular named Butterfly, who was the one who had the signature move, where he'd go all the way to the top, she'd cocoon down, and just fly. But there, he the reason why I brought this up is that he works with... Um, Oh man, he's an artist down here too who scores music like this. I don't know if he gets, he probably doesn't get played in the strip clubs, but his style is very much in this vein. And the whole, the short film was scored with this exact like sound. So I thought of that. <laughs> mm, deli- it makes me hungry for a sushi bar. <laughs> who thought of sushi in strip clubs? Like, I don't know. I just, it, it is a thing for strip clubs to have a sushi bar, which I, I mean, Exactly. Who thought of that is exactly the right question. There's no way a legitimate sushi chef is working at a strip club, like just sitting there in the back, you know, doing his traditional like rolls, chopping things up and just like watching the show. I don't know. It's it's all non-union, all (laughs) non-union sushi chefs. None of them are in the guild. It's sushi (laughs) cosplay or, you know. (laughs) The guild. The stripper sushi guild. (laughs) Of Florida. (laughs) It's a right-to-work state, so. Yeah, so <laughs> un- unions are toothless down here anyway. They're fight core. It's fine. You can, you can bring your knives to any fight in Florida. Especially basically. sushi knives. Right. So I was getting at. Oh, I, did I, I killed it? <laughs> Jess killed it. She killed the vibe. I love killing your jokes. It's really, it's a pastime of mine. <laughs> They're 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 half dead already. They're 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 zomb they're zombie jokes. Yeah, they're 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 crawling down the pavement already, looking for a face to chew on. Getting ready to move to Naples. <laughs> yeah, that's how you know you're partially dead, at least. When when you get hungry for face meat, you know that you're a zombie. I think we should go to Waffle House now and then eleven. Or the uh, other way it, around. Uh Okay, two, 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 two questions. One, does uh, Eleven serves food, right? I've never eaten there, but that's what <laughs> I've heard. Do, right? They've got and to. And is there a sushi bar? <laughs> uh, you're very intrigued. We should just find out. <laughs> um, okay, second question. Is there a Waffle House in Miami-Dade County? I feel like they're in Miami Gardens or cl- or like closer to Fort Lauderdale, right? Or like uh, on the oh, cusp. Oh, oh, Miami Gardens. Oh, they're in Miami Gardens. <laughs> Wait, why did you just turn into Judy Garland? Like <laughs> because I because I I'm, I'm retiring to Miami Gardens. <laughs> no, I feel like it has like Miami Gardens is like traditionally black, like historically black for decades, and like. Do, like oh. everybody loves Waffle House, but I feel like that contingent for sure. Like was well, like okay. You definitely have black Miamians at a Waffle House. Like Jess is right. There's Miami Gardens. 
Yeah. Okay, I'm Second sorry half. that I got Miami Gardens wrong. I'm not. I didn't grow up here. It sounds like a place where Judy Garland would have retired to. No, but for sure, I feel like at some point there was like an older Jewish population there too. Like there was definitely like a white population there too. I, I feel like a lot of people coexist in that area. A lot of Cubans who like are outside of Westchester, Little Havana, close to that. They kind of went north, and there was like you know. There's a big. There's a big butter churner. Uh, <laughs> it's the only one in Miami. The one in Miami Gardens. I I knew it, dude. I knew it would be in Miami Gardens. It feels good being right sometimes, you know? How far from Miami Beach is Miami Gardens? I don't know. Okay. I, like, I'm not good about that stuff. You know that. I'm not, like, I can't we'll be like... we have to do a research field trip. Let's do it. Let's get Texas toast and waffles and all Their the chili's things. good, too. And gravy and gravy. I'm getting hungry, man. Gravy on. I'm gonna put gravy on everything. Well, we're getting closer to being able to record in person. That's I true. I get my second shot on Wednesday. Ooh. Ooh la la. Well, Caleb and I are both vaccinated, and yeah, it's been fully. more than fully. It's been over a year, so it's hilt. time. Yeah, and it's been more than two weeks, so it's official. I got them all. I got. I got. I. I got the. I got the Moderna, the Pfizer, the Johnson and Johnson. I bought some AstraZeneca, like on, from a drug dealer on the black market. Yeah, you I, sound I, like I, a dating profile nowadays. So it's I like self-injected I got, it. I got Pfizer. It. I got Moderna. <laughs> I got all the proof. Please make out with me. Like that's what these profiles are like now. What else? What else we got besides Waffle House and strip clubs? What What else is going on? There's. Uh, you have an alligator episode themed. Yeah, episode. yeah. There's There's an alligator with a knife in its head. <laughs> We've all heard Ex- that. We've all heard that one. An alligator with a knife in its head goes into a bar <laughs> in Florida and asks for a mo- asks for a mojito to go. I was wondering which drink you were going to say when the M started. I was like, my time mojito. I know it's got to be one I, of those. I, I wanted it. I wanted to contain all the ele- elements. And the gator doesn't even have to pay a cover, unlike Jess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, well, because it's alligator night. <laughs> no love, dude. There's no love for 30-year-old women. It's only alligators in the club tonight. Alligators drink free. Poor Jess is washed. They're like, where are your kids? Like, we've seen you for about 15 years now. You need to go live <laughs> yeah. your life, loser. Where's your and you should have been like, what? I'm, my kids are here. I'm here to see them dance. Yeah, she's working. I'm here to support my daughter. <laughs> I need to know.